Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the SoCo Show. It's episode number 195. Uh, that was the sound of me kind of botching the intro, but we're going to keep it. <laughs> this, of course, is the voice of the co-host, Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by the so-host, Seth Ott. Do you think I should botch my name now? Like, say something wrong to make you feel a little better? I mean, it would make me feel better, so you okay. want to give it a shot. I'm uh, Sooth Eat. Sooth Eat. Wow. Welcome, Sooth Eat, you idiot. You sound so stupid, you <laughs> fucked up idiot. Wow. Let's bring in a guy who hopefully knows his goddamn name. Jared Buckendall. Hey, hey, it's the Chode host, everyone here. <laughs> Damn it, I missed. Oh, can we start over again? Okay. Um, it's the Bro host. <laughs> it's Judy Buckensnatch. Oh, no. That sounds <laughs> very gross. You guys are such good pals. You made me feel better about my flub. Um, also, Flubber? you also made me feel kind of silly because I can't believe we didn't think of Chode host when we were trying to make <laughs> oh, a name no. for you. That would I mean, have been a really bro, good option. Bro and Chode are synonymous. It's Chode host. It's true. It's true. There's, yeah. Most bros. Hey, Jared, you want to join our are... podcast and become the Chode host? <laughs> Not going to lie. I'd probably still say yes. <laughs> you can join, uh, but there's one caveat. That you have to be the Chode host. That would have been a tough sell. Maybe we can like go back... Um, to like an old rule of the show with games and whoever loses uh factually bereft each week has to be has to be the chode host Ooh, i guess we could <laughs> i do miss that rule though uh, having <laughs> wacky nuts. names every time i squirrel lost nuts. Was good. yeah the original one squirrel nuts that was the first one i ever had never forget That's, your first um, you never do you know that reminds me of something that when i was in high school um there was this friend of mine not, not a close friend. It was this person I knew that went to another school, and, and we had similar acquaintances, and we chatted every now and then. And uh, her nickname for me was Chody, and mm. um, I, didn't, I didn't get it at the time. Um, her, name, her name was and is Sydney. She's alive. And I, I just thought she was being like, you know, like if I called Jared Parrot, like it, I just thought it was like mix up the fucking <laughs> mix up the letters for for goofy effect or whatever. So I call her Chidney, and it took me five oh, or no. six years. It was way later. Oh, like no. we had stopped talking by the time I was like, oh my god, she was calling me a Chode. <laughs> you woke up in a dead sweat one night, and you're like, oh, yeah. That was that was pretty brutal. That was pretty brutal. So. You kind of sparked a memory because I think someone in our high school, one of the teachers, her first name was Jody. Is Jody a name? And we'd call her Chody. Yeah. Is Jody a name? Chody? I don't know. Jody? Is it? Yeah. Am I I going crazy? Jody? Wait. How do you spell it? I'm 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 actually freaking out right now. Jody? Is that a Joe? 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 D? I'm actually serious. How do you spell that? I mean, I think you can do multiple. J-O-D-I-E or J-O-D-Y. Oh. No, it's Joe. Wow. It's J-O-E and then a space and then D. And then a D. Jody. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is it? No. Yeah. I think Jody's not a name. Oh, my God. Okay, can we move on? I, I feel <laughs> dumb. Jody Foster, We got Jared's man. brain in a blender. Oh, yeah. <laughs> J-O-D-I-E. There we go. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's a real name. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Wow. I am not starting off well this week. Oh, boy. That's awesome. 
the brain is uh we're starting later in the evening than we typically do and so i'm wondering if maybe our brains are just this is putting brain time um yeah so we'll see I, I knew a couple of jody's in my day i think i might have jody. a aunt named jody jody wow but it is one of those words if you think that if you think that hard about any name it doesn't yeah. make sense like no. if you think that hard about chris it chris makes no fucking sense first of all why is there an age yeah wow <laughs> Oh man, we are breaking the universe right now on this podcast. <laughs> everybody's everybody's brain's getting scrambled. Where's the uh, the? Uh, there we go. That's how everyone at home's feeling. We better move on though. We're gonna get we're gonna have blender brain the whole damn show. We got some uh, pretty fun show this week. We're gonna get into another tournament. We've been really enjoying the tournaments of trivial topics in these recent weeks, and then. Uh, we'll get into a couple of movies this week and talk about what we did. Had some pretty exciting, uh, at least I did have a pretty exciting last week, so I'm excited to share some stuff that I did. Um, but uh, we got to get all warmed up first. We got to get our brains clicking. We got to get them unputtinged. And the best way to do that is by starting off with a trivial. Trivial? See, I'm not. We got to uh, start over, man. I might just have to go back to bed and start the day. I'm going to correct myself, but before I do. Um, our next live SoCo show is going to be a week from now, Thursday, May 20th, 8 p.m. Central Time on the J-Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. Make sure you guys join us there. Uh, hit us up in the comments. Be part of the conversation. Some big, I'll put in air quotes, announcements um, are, are coming up. And you'll, you'll learn more uh, next week. So it's a big, it's a big, big show for us. And um, a, lot, a lot of interesting stuff to be talked about next week. So make sure you guys tune in for that one and we'll see in the comics over on comments over on jbuck studios youtube anyway now we're actually going to get warmed up with our titillating topic titillating topics titillating topics that was dramatic gonna go ahead and uh lube up the the titillator since it's a late night titillator we're gonna Ooh, yeah we're gonna lube it up yeah lotion Six. that locomotion <laughs> There you go. People are probably listening to this at like 10 a.m. Like, you guys are fucking weird. What are they doing? Yeah. They're dead sober. <laughs> All right. If you had a personal mascot, what would your mascot be? God, that's a tough one. I feel like I always, animal-wise, I mean, they called me the frog man growing up because I really, really <laughs> liked frogs. So it's got to be of the amphibian realm, or maybe reptile will will bleed over. It, it I think it's just a frog. A but frog. I'm trying to think of what he's wearing. Maybe like uh, he's holding a pickle. Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, no, I think he's like he's a frog, but his outfit is like overalls, but they're cut into shorts. <laughs> um, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. That maybe with a straw hat on too. So just like a, a, a northern Florida frog? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> or, an, or an Alabama frog. Alabama frog sounds like a band. I picture the WB frog for you, Jerry. Yeah. He's got the top hat. Hello, my baby. Around. Hello, my dog. Actually, maybe that's yeah, where I was go. going off of there. Yeah, make him a little, mo- yeah. a little more classy, a little, little less redneck there. There you go. That's the first album for Alabama frog. <laughs> a little more classy, a little less redneck. <laughs> I'm going to make Alabama Frog happen. I don't care if you guys yeah. are or not. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, I, like SpongeBob would be my mascot, I think. Like, maybe not uh, maybe not necessarily SpongeBob visually, but something very much like SpongeBob. I, I identify with his character. So something something goofy, but 
for some reason wearing a tie. Like I think that would be that's kind of my aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. Business casual. Yeah, business comma casual. That's that's like <laughs> that would be the name of my my album. I can't think of a name besides Alabama Frog right now, but that's the, maybe that's the second studio album of Alabama Frog is Business Casual. <laughs> business Space Casual. So, are th- What if you told people to show up to work or a wedding business casual? You get <laughs> s- s- such a mix. Well, that's kind of how most weddings, like me- weddings in the Midwest kind of end yeah. up that way, right? Like yeah, you have a few people true. that dress up like in the bridal party and then there's always 10 guys in jeans and like Nike runners. Flannel. <laughs> yep. Flannel, yeah. A lot of flannel. So are these mascots like, are they like living things that follow you around? Like that's kind of what I'm thinking uh, when I picture a mascot. I think I so. Mean, I mean, I think it could potentially be like, you know, like a, you know, a mascot at a game or whatever, but then, you know, it's sentient. That's what I'm thinking. But yeah, yeah, mine yeah. would be like two, I don't know, like maybe foot tall, foot tall uh, Crunchwrap Supremes. They would follow me around. Cheer <laughs> me Damn. With faces and like yeah. little cartoon arms. Yeah. One, one, uh, I would say one's a man and one's a woman. And they like argue all the time. Oh, no. They, you, want, you want that? <laughs> Dave and Diane. Dave and Diane Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah. No, Dave and Diane. Crun- uh, Dave and Diane Supreme. Their last name Supreme. Middle name Crunchwrap. Oh, the Supremes. Yeah. I think you actually just wrote a Taco Bell commercial. Yeah. That also reminds me of uh, Sex Drive when he's the taco and he's got like oh, the yeah. mouth. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought he's a donut. Oh, he is a donut, isn't he? Is yeah. it a donut? Because, Why do I think it was like, a taco? He, like flaps. There's like a little flap or something. The thing, I always remember that movie. I mean, I love that movie. It's hilarious. But in the unrated version, they, like, will stop the movie randomly and, like, have that donut walk across the screen the screen for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were having fun with it, man. It was great. I mean, another mascot was, I was watching, um, speaking of, like, what, early 2000s comedies, um, I was watching Accepted, and they have the Hell shit yeah. sandwiches in yep. that one. The South Harmon Institute oh, yeah. technology yep. sandwiches. Yep, yep. Does Accepted hold up? Because I loved that movie. That movie's hilarious. Back in the day. Does it hold up I, okay? I would say so. I mean, there's maybe a thing here or there that doesn't. I, I can't think of any like blatant um, examples, but the ask me about my wiener is still funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot he was in a hot dog costume. Maybe mm-hmm. that would be Jonah Hill in a hot dog costume. I want that to be my mascot. There you go. That's what I would choose. Skinny yeah. or plump? The hot dog or Jonah Hill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jonah oh. Hill. <laughs> I mean, I guess, um, or the hot dog. It's either or. I would go um, plump, hot dog, skinny Jonah Hill. Ooh. Skinny Jonah Hill isn't funny. <laughs> that poor guy, he goes through, like, I, you ever seen interviews of, of, of his where, like, people ask him about his weight? He gets so fucking annoyed by it. Mm-hmm. And that would really be annoying. I say that, like, I obviously know that every woman in Hollywood goes through a lot more of it, probably, but... <laughs> All of that would be very annoying to go through. That's why I'm glad I'm not a famous movie star. I don't even want to be. Give me some of that gray poupon, sir. <laughs> if we have any uh, cartoonists out there in Soko land, um, we, need, uh, we need a frog, we need Jonah Hill, and we need uh, two Crunchwrap Supremes in a, car- in a, in a comic book. Uh, doing doing the uh, the adventures of Team Soko, and I think I think that would be a hit. I think it's going to get picked up by Amazon. 
Dave and Diane just sit back and judge everyone, and then they argue about like one of, one of them supports the frog, one of them supports the Jim <laughs> Hill, and they're both like arguing about which one is better. <laughs> that would be an entertaining group. If if there are any budding cartoonists, there there's your there's your idea. We'll take uh, we'll take sixty percent, and uh, you do all the work. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. The exposure is worth it alone. Actually, all our contracts. That's right. It's for exposure. All of our contracts say that we, no matter what, get at least sixty nine percent. So mm-hmm. yeah. Aha! Nice. Sixty nine. Nice. I cut it off. Uh, I didn't mean to though. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. <laughs> there we go. Nice. Anyway, we got uh, we got our mascots picked out. Let us know in the comments on or on Facebook or Jesus Twitter Vimeo. Uh, at Soco Show Pod. What's your mascot? Uh, draw us a picture or or let us know in uh, vocally, I guess, or or in text. Uh, what is your mascot and and would they like to hang out with uh, with ours? Let us know. That's gonna wrap us up this week for titillating topics. Titillating topics. All right. Speaking of the tweets, while you're tweeting us at Soko Show Pod, make sure you stop over at the underscore Iron Sheik for some chic tweets. I call you a punk. Iron Sheik was making himself a sheiky sandwich this week, uh, and I think he <laughs> revealed his favorite sheiky sandwich of them all. He says, "PB and J. Otherwise, go fuck yourself." I agree. There you go. PB&J or F-U-C-K yourself. <laughs> That's how I would really tweet. I had a PB&J this morning. I actually have them almost every morning. Um, I'm sure I've talked to you guys about this before, but best way to eat a PB&J, um, not that it's bad on bread, English muffin. Okay? Ooh, Get an English dude. muffin, split that bitch open, toast it, PB yes. one side, J one side, squish those MFers together. Ooh, holy cow. I, I start my day almost every day with that and some eggs. Never in a bad mood. It's fucking delicious. Man, that does sound delicious. I mean, the the thing that got me was the toasting because that's the way you got to do it because then you get a little, you know, the peanut butter's a little melty, the jelly's a little warm. Mm. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please show me your dick. Uh oh. (laughs) Yeah, I'm all hot and bothered now, but I think we have agreement with the Iron Sheik, Chef. You got a you got a top sandwich. If you're making a sandwich at home, number one sandwich at home. A number one. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't make a lot of sandwiches at home. I get them sent to me in the in the from from the mail. You were gonna say the mail. I was. (laughs) I honestly probably will at some point through Gold Belly, to be honest. Um. And if I'm making one, grilled cheese. Oh, shit. Or yeah. or BLT. That's another good one. Mm, I, I, I make yeah. a pretty mean BLT, but grilled cheese. Got to go with grilled cheese. I have never made a grilled cheese myself. I've never done it. I've had a lot made for me, mm-hmm. and I've I've purchased them elsewhere. I've made you a never nice made grilled one cheese myself. or two. Yeah, you have. You actually do a really good job on your grilled cheese. I can Thanks, vouch man. for those. Pretty solid I stuff. I think... Um, yeah. I am also in that boat. I have eaten grilled cheeses many a time. Um, never made my own though. Wow. Usually I'm throwing <laughs> throwing some meat wow. on that at least. So I got a skillet that I I'll throw like six of them on there. Well, I guess yeah. Six. six? How yeah, big is this skillet? It's like a solid. Oh, is it like a flat iron? Yeah, thing? yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you plug it in. Um, oh man, you're the sandwich king then. Hell yeah. <laughs> the Sandman, as it were. <laughs> Here comes the Sandman. <laughs> 
I'll like even buy like, good cheese and good bread and I'll do it up. Make it make it oh, make man. a night out of it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll buy like the that's fucking, fucking awesome. forty two cent uh, tomato soup to dip it in. Yeah, I mean that's the way you do. Um, with, with you saying good cheese and good bread, what mm-hmm. kind of good cheese we talking here? Like what kind of good bread we talking? I mean, you get all kinds of different cheese. Um, Gouda is actually not bad with a grilled cheese, but then I'll get like I'll go over the counter and get, um, you know, like a good like slice from the deli section, um, like the where they cut it up for you and everything. Get like some a bunch of those slices, all kinds of stuff. You can do anything with a grilled cheese. And then the bread is typically just like the homemade bread that they have over there. Mm-hmm. That that's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Tell you this, I'm a. Here we are on food again. We always yeah, do food. Yeah. Well, um, spoilers. We're gonna have more t- more to talk about. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, Sarah Lee honey wheat bread. That is my number one bread. Dude, I, 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 I bought some of that recently. I hadn't had it in a long time. I usually don't buy bread as much. That's some good bread. Yeah, that bread slaps. That's that's pretty. Sl- Man, <laughs> that's pretty slappy bread, if you ask me. <laughs> Man, if you go to a, an adult website and type in bread slap, you're gonna slappy get some bread. Weird stuff. Yeah. Slappy bread. Oh God. Sucky donut. Uh, hold on. Let me, oh no. Let me write that down. Oh God. Yeah, write that down. Where's my? Oh, that's nasty. I'll let you guys know next week on the show what comes back when I Google that, because I will absolutely be doing it. But I'll need to throw it into incognito mode first. I don't think I want the ads for for slappy <laughs> donuts. Get a VPN as well. <laughs> oh my God, we got VPNs, we got PBJs, and if you don't like them, you can go F U C K yourself. Uh, wise words as always from the Iron Cheek. I call you a punk. Alrighty, let's shout out our sponsors. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description box. You're going to get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Free. I'll shout out a book that I just listened to. I I had a long car drive um, last weekend. And um, someone had recommended me the book Tribe, T-R-I-B-E. And it's only a three-hour book, so it's pretty quick. So if you have like a single long car ride or like a flight... Um, and tribe is really interesting. It's, it's about the idea that, um, the way that we have designed this society that allows us to basically be alone all the time is against the way that we're designed to be because we're, we're meant to be like in smaller groups, like, you know, tribes, um, and be that way, like always. So it talks about how, um, Native Americans, uh, operated in that. And the Europeans who went into those cultures really preferred it. And then it also talks about the military and how that's kind of a tribe and how people who were in the military and then come back to this life feel so strange. Um, anyway, it's a really interesting book. It's, it's, it's um, a thought-provoking read um, or listen. So if you're looking for something, uh, check, check that one out on, uh, on Audible. I'll throw one out um, there. Um, uh-oh, what do you got? I, well, I, I, I know this... Uh, the actual book came out, I think, on, like, Tuesday, but I know for sure on Friday I'm picking up uh, Seth Rogen's yearbook. Um, it's his autobiography, um, and he reads oh, it. Nice. And there's going to be a bunch of celebrities that pop in and do um, excerpts and things like that. He tells a bunch of stories about his career and all kinds of stuff. Um, he was actually on Conan O'Brien's podcast this last week and talked a little bit about it and told some stories, and there's some interesting stories about... Um, like George Lucas, apparently, how weird that fucking guy is. <laughs> so, mm. uh, 
uh, I'm very excited to uh, check this one out. So I'll probably listen to that on the on the flight. And then I finally got through uh, and finished uh, Barack Obama's audiobook just today. Um, and the last two chapters are really, really interesting. Um, he specifically talks about um, bin Laden and how all that all went down and how oh, well. and he talks about how it all related to just like how as a person he dealt with it not like as a country but just how how him as himself like how that time went from finding out hey this might be him to the point of it actually happening where where they executed the mission it's all very very um almost it's pretty intense honestly and then also around that same time is when trump started doing the birth certificate stuff so kind of like the start of the whole trump shit was around that same time and how that all inter uh, intertwines and everything is very interesting um and then the book ends essentially with his first term up so the sec he's doing a second book that'll be about a second term which i think will be even more interesting um with the i mean again with trump and how that all kind of came up will definitely be a big part of it i think towards the end so um yeah barack obama good audiobook man long one i have that on hard copy and it is daunting it is (laughs) very long it's a it's a big ass book but i am excited to eventually uh really get deep into it but old barry uh him and seth rogan on seth's listen list it's an interesting couple um <laughs> but uh, all these books and more available on audible so hit the link and you can get that stuff for free free we have mathis designs go find our friend steph at mathisdesigns.com for all your stationery and graphic design needs or to commission a piece of your own get that piece Get that piece. Get yourself also a piece of Mike's wood. Head over to etsy.com slash shop slash cornfed and wed to get your wood worked. Oh, Mike. If you're looking for something to listen to that's not a book, head on over to Spotify. That's where you'll find NPA and Friday After Class. You're going to want to make sure and go follow those two um, acts, I suppose, on Spotify. Um, Friday After Class very soon is going to be releasing Glizzy's for Breakfast, featuring Lil Seaman, uh, and there's some other fun <laughs> stuff coming up. So make sure that uh, you go follow NPA and Friday After Class for some great uh, great rap, great comedy, and some, uh, some pretty hot beats as well. So go check them out. That's why I sleep till noon. And if you have a creative endeavor and you're looking for a little help to get it off the ground, check out Room 56 Studios. This is our very own JB in conjunction with NPA, a lot of, lot of acronyms in this one. Um, if you have a creative idea and you want some help with your graphic design, with your video editing, audio editing, anything to take that idea out of your head and put it onto the web, uh, get on to room56studios.com and find out how the guys can help you out. What? And finally, we have Anchor, our podcast hosting service, uh, recently acquired by Spotify. And let's go to a quick 30-second <laughs> ad about them. As always, a reminder that uh, Anchor is also the place to leave us voice messages. So with our, um, our, our live show coming up next week, we love to be able to play voicemail on those shows. So this week, if you want to make your way over to our Anchor page, click uh, leave a voice message. Um, you know, ask us a question, ask us to settle a bet, give us a hot take, let us know what your mascot is. Um, you know, anything that you want to get your voice on the SoCo show, that would be the way to do it. 
The other great thing you can do on the Anchor page is become one of our Anchor contributors, or as we like to call them, Anchor Wankers. These are the folks who are kicking us a couple of bucks, but a dollar, two dollars, five dollars a month in order to keep the show going and growing. Lots of really fun stuff that we're going to be able to talk about very soon um, that we are putting that Anchor Wankership toward. And we're really excited about what's coming soon for the show. So if you want to support what's next for us, um, we hope you'll head over and become a wanker today. But uh, above all else, thank you so much to all of our Anchor Wankers out there today. Um, You guys are really helping out the show, and we appreciate that. Even if you're not... A wanker, you're helping out the show just by listening to this episode, so we appreciate you doing that. Uh, Another great way to help the show out is to share it with friends. Help us grow the party a little bit. Send them this episode. Send them some clips. uh, Send them to our Facebook or or Twitter page, and uh, and bring them in. Bring them into the party. We want to grow the group a little bit. So uh, if you're new here, welcome. And if you're not, help us find some new ones. Waka waka. All (laughs) righty. That was out of place. We roll onward, and we're going to get into a little bit of, uh, I imagine, what will be uh, including a few debates. Um, We've been doing this for the last few weeks now. It's going to be our tournament of trivial topics. A tournament of trivial topics. Fight! All right. So. All right. So. <laughs> do you guys hear that echo? <laughs> so we talk. I think we mentioned very. I mentioned very briefly, but uh, this upcoming weekend, we are taking a trip to Las Vegas, Nevada, to uh, to Woo! Vegas, baby. A, it's a SoCo uh, trip. Vacations, all I ever wanted. SoCo getaway, uh, where we won't be spending an entire week on a couch. Uh, which, I mean, was awesome when we did that last November. Uh, but this one will actually be getting up off the couch and walking places. So one of the things that we've been talking about for a long time um, and one of the favorite things about Vegas is the food in Las Vegas. Oh. And, and so I decided to look up uh, some of the strangest uh, Las Vegas food items um, or um, maybe the most unique, probably that's a better one, most unique um, Las Vegas food items. Um, just picked a bunch of ones from random lists. Um, I, w- I do have the pages so I can and read them if we need further description. Um, but I have eight of them here, um, and we're going to go ahead and see. Maybe if we can crown a winner and, and maybe try it out if we have some time while we're there. So our first matchup here um, is going to be the grilled cheese donut versus an item called the dirty corn. <laughs> Oh, wow. Believe me, I've had a lot of dirty corn before. (laughs) So I'll I'll go ahead and give a quick description of the grilled cheese donut. Didn't we used to have a segment about this, Rip Torn or Dirty Corn? (laughs) (laughs) All right. And there's actually this, this, um, first, the grilled cheese donut looks fucking awesome. I'm glad you said awesome because just you describing it made an image in my mind that just looks awful. It almost looks... It looks awesome. It looks like a giant um, mac and cheese, <laughs> like a, a mac and cheese, like to like the the noodles, like the noodles. It looks like a giant one of those. So it's called a place called the Donut Bar. Um, they're only served on Saturdays and Sundays, so we actually might not be able to do this one. But um, it says these bad boys are made to order and fill with delicious cheeses. You'll have uh, and then it says how you have to do it, and yeah, it's essentially a grill um, a grilled cheese sandwich with a donut in the middle, and it looks like mozzarella. 
coming out of it. Looks fucking. Is it a glazer in the middle? It appears so. Yes. Ooh, I'd take a glazer in the middle of just about anything. (laughs) Gross. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at it now. Essentially, it just looks like it's a grilled cheese with sourdough. Maybe. Or at least the one I'm looking at. Oh, I I see. Heck, I'd eat it. Wait, 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 wait. wait. It's going against the dirty corn, so I got to describe the dirty corn. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong one. Can you explain it to me again? <laughs> it's basically just cheese and a donut. It's, the, it's uh, like a donut in the middle of a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, okay. I see it now. Yeah, okay. I was looking at the wrong one. Um, All right. And what's it's going dirty corn? The dirty corn uh, from a restaurant called Dirt Dog. Dirt Dog created this twist on Mexican street corn, a grilled ear covered in butter, lime, mayo sauce, crushed hot Cheetos, melted cheese, and cilantro. So it's actually a it's a thing of corn, with all that shit on it. I'm glad you specified that because I was picturing a human ear, and I was like, I don't know if I'm interested in that. <laughs> I think between those two, I would prefer the grilled cheese donut. Yeah, I'm looking at the image here, and I do like street corn, but this is like I, I feel like you're not getting that much out of it. Um, I do like street corn, Jared Buckendall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, the donut looks a little bit more exciting to me. Yeah. It sounds like the grilled cheese donut is going through. I, I would I will send a vote anyway to the corn. Um I think the, the hot Cheeto, you know, the potential spiciness of the corn is intriguing to me. So I may seek one of these out anyway, but I'm totally okay <laughs> with um I, I'm a little more savory than sweet these days, so I'm I'm totally okay with the uh the donut going through though. I will say, though, I'm looking at the hot dogs from this place. They look filthy. Yeah, there was another one on there that was that looked fucking awesome that was on this list. Like, but I, I want the weirder one. me. Well, see if you want either of these items in you. Uh, the, the next two are a skillet cinnamon roll versus, versus an item named the Fortress. Um, so, obviously, I can, I'll pull up the uh, skillet cinnamon roll quick. I think we can already vote for the Fortress. It sounds cooler. I, I think it will win once I describe it, too. Essentially, the skillet cinnamon roll is a delicious cinnamon roll in a giant skillet. So, like, what you'd cook a steak in, it's in that. Looks awesome. And then the fortress is... Is it from a place called Jesse Ray's Barbecue? Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Holy shit! <laughs> it's, uh... So it says, what, this is for all you barbecue, uh, for all you lovers of barbecue goodness, this massive piece of meat can feed up to two people and it's topped with mac and cheese and sliced links. It looks like it's basically just like a bunch of ribs um, topped with mac and cheese, topped with sausage and some barbecue sauce. Oh my God. <laughs> they made a cylinder out of a rack of ribs and then shoved everything in it like a fortress. I want this now. This looks incredible. That, oof, that's America. That's what I see when I when I look at that. The fortress, people at home, you got to Google this for one thing. It's gonna make your mouth water. It looks delicious. Fortress, but it's moves also on. like oof. The cinnamon roll, yeah. I don't think I'm getting enough eclecticness out of the cinnamon roll. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's delicious. Yeah, but I've had cinnamon rolls. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that like. Yeah, I'm sure it would be. It'd probably be the best thing. Probably be the best tasting thing overall. I bet, like, just in terms of, the, you know, the sweetness, and you can't really mess up a cinnamon roll. Yeah, um, but there's no creativity. Right. The fortress is like, and you get a whole bunch of different shit in it. I think the fortress has to has to move on. Um, the next, wow. the next a matchup of meat. <laughs> <laughs> the next matchup here we have Guy Fieri's trash can nachos. Pretty self explanatory nachos and a trash can i think it's at flavor town 
um, which is where you get this. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, we have the Belly of the Beast Burger, which, let me pull that up quick, is a psycho burger. It's an entire entire French uh, boulet as the bun for the two-pound, two two-pound patties topped with cheddar, uh, jack, tots, tomatoes, jalapenos, pork belly, barbecue sauce, and ranch. <laughs> What's that one called again? Jesus. The belly of the Beast Burger. That makes me nauseous to think about. That's too much meat, man. Yeah. I, I, Four I, pounds? I, hell yeah. Two two-pound patties. Once you get meat that thick, it just kind of becomes gross to me. Oh, no. That's very meaty. That's I get that a lot. Um, <laughs> I've seen videos of the trash can thing, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, unless I'm seeing it in a different um, place... Don't they bring a trash can to the table and flip it over yeah. on yeah, that's to your table? Like. Yeah, that is that is that's way too much food, but that's pretty fucking awesome. Like the delivery <laughs> system for me is what is what gets at my vote. I'm not even a big nacho guy, but that's just fucking cool. Yeah, this burger just looks too uh, wow, uh, too much for me. Uh, wow, there's a lot on there. <laughs> Seth likes um, the burger. <laughs> I do like the burger. I don't know. I mean, how much do you even think you could tear up of that? All of it. All of it? You think you would eat four pounds Let's of go. just meat? Let's go. <laughs> that's an insane person right there. Yeah, that's a death wish. It sounds like most of these foods we're gonna we can't eat and then go to the pool. I no, think that's what that's what we've learned. Uh-uh. Yeah. All right. Well, trash can nachos. Yeah, moves trash on. can. Final round here is a cotton candy burrito versus an item called the high roller. And what the high roller is, this is for the indecisive eaters, so this might be a good one for Cody. A food-filled Ferris wheel spins samples of the restaurant's five most popular appetizers. Chicken tenders coated in Captain Crunch, which is fucking awesome. Wait, wait, um, what? Have, chicken tenders coated in Captain Crunch is so good. So that's the first one. Shrimp tempura, buffalo wings, spinach and artichoke dip, and barbecue chicken tostadas. That's the high roller. And it literally comes on a Ferris wheel? It comes on a Ferris wheel and spins around. Yeah, you got me. It's the variety for me. <laughs> That's me being Gen Z right there. It's the variety for me. It's also the spin dip. Also, it's the fact that spin dip is also kind of a pun in this situation because you could spin the wheel. Oh, There's wow. a lot of this, reasons, but I got to vote, vote for wheel too. high roller. Yeah, I'd vote for high roller as well. Um, yeah. Did you, Cody, did you, there was a restaurant here that did the, the chicken, the Captain Crunch chicken strips for a little while. Did you ever have those? I'm not sure I did. Um, Boy, they're good, man. I've heard of them. I, I imagine you'd get some sweetness with your chicken, which I, I can oh, yeah. I could see that being pretty and, and attractive. Yeah. Typically, they give you some sort of like sweet sauce to dip it into. Now, sweet sauce. The oh, one yeah. thing I will say that this this Ferris wheel business, the high roller, I think it's cheating. Um, it is actually five different dishes. I understand mm-hmm. you order one, but I feel like. It's gonna win though because it's got five different things. But the foods on there are not rather wacky, other than the Captain Crunch. But that's yeah. still kind of a normal thing. So, yeah. Um, I will say though that the the cotton candy burrito, um, very colorful. Yeah, you would be pooping all kinds of colors because for a while. Um, essentially they scoop just ice cream and a bunch of sprinkles and stuff, and then wrap it up in cotton candy. You said sprinkles. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no sprinkles, no, no sprinkles for you. Wait, hold on. I may have counted this cotton candy burrito out too early. It I didn't realize that. I assumed it was an otherwise normal burrito with cotton candy also in it. Oh no 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 Let's no! Take no. A look. It's a dessert. 
Oh, good lord. Yeah. This looks so good. <laughs> no, cotton candy is yuck. Yuck. I'm curious, though, how yuck. long, like, Sprinkles, does that yuck. perfectly keep in the ice cream? Like, what's the it lifespan doesn't. of that? Zero. Go throw it in the garbage. That's where it should be. Man, this one has Fruit Loops in it. I don't know. I'm, uh, I, I need to think more on this one. Jared, where are you? I, okay, the, the colorful, the vibrancy of these cotton candy burritos, they're doing it for me. But I know Gross. how my teeth are going to feel after. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I don't have the most sensitive teeth, but I just know that that much sweetness is going to just rip me apart. So I got to go with this Ferris <laughs> wheel. The texture of the fucking cotton candy mm, once it goes on my your teeth. Mouth. Ugh, ugh. Ugh. Ooh, you just did it. Yeah, yep. I feel it now the, yep. too. Now that you say that, everybody, all the all of our listeners are cringing right now in the cars. <laughs> and I don't blame them. Oof. Also, there's no way in hell I'm not vomiting all of that thing, <laughs> and I don't want to have to look at it a second time. The good thing is it comes up the exact same way. You would look like oh, the yeah. you would look like the Snapchat filter. <laughs> the the oh, puking no. rainbow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, that's pretty accurate, though. All All right, right. High Roller moves on. High Roller moves on. All right, we got a tough matchup here. uh, Grilled Cheese Donut versus The Fortress. You know where my loyalty lands. The Fortress? Fortress all day, baby. I'm going to make you break the tie, Seth, because I'm going to go with the donut. The Fortress for me is just just entirely too much meat. (laughs) (laughs) Man. I'm sorry you can't handle that meat because it's moving on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. The fortress <laughs> is still standing. We're getting meaty in here. I am the queen. <laughs> yeah. All right, we have uh, in the uh, second matchup here, Trash Can Nachos versus the High Roller. Oh, shit. I voted are we I going to Flavortown or are we taking the Ferris wheel? Are we stone cold grooving on a Ferris wheel? Can you tell me a little more about the nachos? Like what, what's in them? Are they, is it a pretty standard nacho? Just it happens to be in a trash can, or is there anything uh, particularly? It, it kind of looks it? like a coffee can. Yeah, you can also order them on Gold Belly. Um, trash can nachos, Guy Fieri's Vegas Vegas Kitchen and Bar. On paper, they look like any other restaurant's loaded chips, but it's how they come to the table that sets them apart. Waiters deliver them in a mini metal bin. When they slowly pull it up, corn tortilla chips piled with pulled pork, cheese sauce, jalapenos, crema, pico de gallo, and barbecue sauce spill out. Ooh. Yeah, this is this is going to get my vote just because of the crema. I am the cream. What Ma. is crema? Oh, yeah. Crema is what I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually serious. What is crema? I have no idea. Oh. Okay. It's like, I think it's like cheesy. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Stitch. Stitch this and tell me what your favorite cheese is. Can you uh, tell me what's on the Ferris wheel again? On the uh, Ferris wheel, we have chicken tenders coated in Cap'n Crunch, shrimp mm-hmm. tempura, mm-hmm. buffalo wings, spinach and artichoke dip, and barbecue chicken tostadas. Basically, it's just an appetizer sampler. You're getting it's an appetizer that moves in circles. Yeah, hmm. it looks like they filled Those are this some bitch sick up. Apps, though. I, yeah, I gotta go with the uh, the trash can nachos because I mean, wow. spin dip is fine. I don't think it's the best. Yeah, too much chicken on there. Wow, Give me wow, some wow. steak wontons or something. I want on you to shut up right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, we got food puns, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, final round. We have the Meaty Fortress versus 
the Flavor Towns only trash can nachos. Is this the championship? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. I am pro nachos, but I'm more anti. That's a criminal amount of meat. I, I don't want to look at it. <laughs> so wow. I, I have to vote for. A I, I understand. Amount of meat. <laughs> I understand you guys. You guys are probably going to vote against me on this, and that's okay. But I can't, in good conscience, like support that much meat. Like that is that's three hard. The guy, the guy sitting next to you, will have a heart attack if you try to eat that thing. That is obscene. It is. It is ungodly. Um, and I understand that's probably part of its appeal, but I, ugh, it's, it's a little much for me. So, so I got to go with the nachos, which I do think will be delicious because I have pulled pork on them. Okay. So is the winner what we have to eat? Is this we how we have we're, to, we're but I think it'd be fun to, fun to do. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> this fortress, it looks top notch. It looks secure. It looks you- tasty. Um, and not only are you just getting ribs, you're also getting sausage and mac and cheese. So my vote. Oh man, the fortress. I'm the deciding. I hate deciding on where to eat because I eat everything. Wow. Um, Seth is picking the champ here. I am picking the champ here. I want to. I do want to say before you vote, Seth. If if what we're agreeing to is that the winner is what we will eat, I I will be a good sport and go try to eat the fortress. I, I don't want <laughs> I don't want that to sway your vote because you think I'll be a bitch about it. I I, I I am in on this, and so I will try the fortress if. If that's what we vote for. I just wanted to put that out there. Here's what I'll say. I think in terms of like if we're going to actually go eat one of these, the easiest thing to do and especially to share would probably be the trash can nachos, right? This restaurant, though, this Jesse Ray's restaurant, I want to go to regardless because this all looks awesome. So, and also uh, Guy Fieri's, uh, actually, I don't know. Where is that place at? I was. I thought it was, I thought it was near. It's a, Flavor Town. You don't need to. You don't, you don't need to have directions to Flavortown. You just you just stand <laughs> you up just and say, drive. "I'm hungry," and a cab will show up and take you to Flavortown. I think his I think his place is at a casino somewhere. Whereas I don't know if the other one is or not. So what I'll say, as I think I'll choose the winner here in terms of our Vegas experience, trash can nachos, but the fortress and or that Jesse Ray's barbecue, I think should also go on the list for a dinner or lunch or something. Oh, one hundred percent. So trash can nachos will be the one we, we will try to achieve. And we will report yeah. back on the live show, which is, is the day after we get back. <laughs> My mouth is we are watering because I'm on their Instagram and they have a TikTok and they're just making the meals right here in front of me. Oh, man. This this not OK. If we're not going to get the fortress at this this place, it looks like they have top notch barbecue. I th- we we should be able to pull off both spots, but we're gonna be unrecognizable. We're, like we're gonna look like snowmen when we come back to the Thursday show, which is fine with me. Again, as long as it's post pool, um, then I, I think I think that we can do both. I think that's very yeah. Guy Fieri's is in the Link Hotel, so it's on the Strip. So that that'll be the easier to obtain. I think the other place might not be in a hotel. It might be like its own restaurant. Its own thing. Its own, its own thing. thing. So, so we're saying officially the winner is trash can nachos, Guy Fieri. Oh, not the one I was expecting. Oh, for three for the win, yes, LeBron James at the buzzer. That was a dark horse. I agree with you. I th- there was some wackier stuff that I thought would go deeper. Um, Gross. But I like the trash can nachos. They do, they do really sound delicious. This fortress thing, you guys are gonna have to get me fucked up and drag me over there to the <laughs> fortress. <laughs> 
We'll bring you to the fortress of Meditude. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that sounds gross. <laughs> and then we'll take you to over to Paris and show you the Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah, Jesus, you've always wanted to study a Oh, that's nice. Oh, wow. I'm hoping to study some rods, but that's... Ayo. What's up? Anyway, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Soko Show Pod uh, where you think we should go. Uh, where, did we choose the right winner? Or was there something else that you thought should have won? Do you think we should still go to the fortress? Or to eat the fortress, I should say. Um, let us know what you think in the comments or... Oh, my God. Well, I guess that's it in the comments. <laughs> We're gonna, Jared's, Jared I'm, is fully right I am right just now. <laughs> watching this video. No lie. I, it's called Maniac Fries. Waffle fries topped with mac and cheese, hot links, and your choice of brisket, pulled pork, or smoked chicken. Holy butts. And then butts. topped with a bunch of ranch, like oh, a ranch man. drizzle. Oh, no. And barbecue drizzle. I am, I've never been in love, and I think I just saw love uh, at first sight. Like, this is insane. <laughs> We're gonna need to. Uh, I'm coming. That's at the that's at the fortress I'm joint. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, that's at Jesse's. Jesse Ray's. Yeah, Jesse Ray's. Oh my gosh. Thanks. All right, I think I think we better put Jesse's on the list. Please show me your meat. <laughs> that's the the punch the uh, the tagline for Jesse Ray's. We'll see. We're gonna have some food adventures. I think it's gonna be an exciting week, um, and we'll report back as Seth said with what all we ate as we eat our way across the desert looking for mac and cheese and ribs. Um, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. So uh, Guy Fieri's Trash Can Nachos, this week's champion in the Tournament of Trivial Topics. A Tournament of Trivial Topics! Fight! Alrighty, let's move on here. We're going to fill in some blanks and we're going to learn some wacky facts. This is Factually Bereft. Facts don't care about your feelings. Blanks and facts, here we go. Uh, whoever loses this has to be the chode host. Alright, we're going to have three <laughs> facts here with a blank. Uh, th- three multiple choice options. One of them correctly fills in the blank to make the fact correct. Until then, it'll be factually bereft. First fact, playing blank for just three minutes can reduce cravings for drugs, food, cigarettes, alcohol, and (laughs) sex. With your dinghy. I was going to say, with yourself. (laughs) The uh, options are A, Grand Theft Auto, B, Tetris, or C, Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, I don't want to cheat, but I definitely already know this one. So do you? Uh, no, I don't. I, I'm just I can... saying that. Um, it's oh. it's Tetris, though. That's what I was gonna say. Was Tetris like Grand Theft Auto? I don't know what you're doing in three minutes in Grand Theft Auto. You can't even get ten stars yet. Mm-hmm. Get the military after mm-hmm. you. Sonic the Hedgehog in three minutes. You're probably done with the game. <laughs> you know, he goes too fast. That's my that's my style anyway. But uh, I think I think I think Tetris is on the right track. The correct answer is. B, Tetris. Yeah, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Give me them points. Mm, yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fact number two. Instant coffee was invented by a man from Belgium named A, George Washington. B, Samuel Jackson. C, Paul Simon. <laughs> what? These are all I thought fake. I thought his name was 
I thought his name was going to be like Gregory Instant. Yeah. <laughs> He's from Belgium? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Paul Simon. What, what were the first two again? Uh, a, George Washington. Mm-hmm. B, Samuel Jackson. C, Paul Simon. I'm going with B. Samuel Jackson. The correct answer is A, George Washington. Mm. Wow. Loser. You got us. Loser. Hell yeah. So Seth is on the board. <laughs> Question three. The average person will blank about 21 people in their lifetime. Is it A, murder? Kiss. <laughs> murder. <laughs> is it A, kiss? B, high five? Or C, trip? Ooh, that is... The average person? I feel like frat guys are driving the high five yeah. high five number way above 21. Well, I mean, I you've definitely high... I mean, think about how many people you've high-fived. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. But yeah. is it the same person? But it's been a while. Uh, are you high-fiving a lot of random people? It's different people. So you're saying, am I a uh, monogamist high-fiver, or am I going all the, all the way out, huh? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, nowadays, no one's high-fiving anyone, so... There you go. Um, it's true. Is the high-five going to make it back? I don't know. I think handshakes are out. Yeah. Wiener I shook a couple hands in, this week. I, you know it what? It felt strange. I think oh, tripping, because tripping is intentional. I, You know what? I think it's high-fives. Hmm. I think it's high-fives. <sighs> An average of 21 people. I don't feel good about it, but I'm just going to say kissing. I, I just I think I'm overthinking it, and so I'm just going to go with the one I'm not considering and say kissing. I guess did they specify, is it on the cheek or on the lips? It just says, the average person will blank about 21 people in their lifetime. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm still sticking with high five. High five? All righty. I can tell you, we will have a winner. Uh-oh. The correct answer is... A kiss. Oh, oh yeah! Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer. Twenty-one Ooh. people. Yeah. Man, Vegas, I need, Vegas I need better to kiss watch out. We got some more. numbers to catch up with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I guess it's because everyone kissed the guards. I think that's why. Um, <laughs> that's why the numbers are so high. It was a little longest yard joke for you. Man, I, it's good to be back on top. I will say that. Well, um, you know, it had been a while since I had won, and I guess mm-hmm. I'm the king once more, so I'm feeling pretty good about that, and I guess I'll just never lose again. I think I that's going to be what um, I decide to do I, I will say, if there's any listeners out there and uh, want to make out, uh, write in to the SoCo show. Um, <laughs> send, send us some pics. I got a lot to make up for. Send your dating profile to at SoCo Show Pod on Facebook and Twitter, or you can go right to where you really want to be. At Jared Buckendall. And uh, help... help. <laughs> Help Jared pump those numbers up. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, this was factually bereft, and I, we are smooch bereft as well. So we better get out of this segment here. Facts don't care about your feelings. I am uh, pretty excited for this next segment because I, I have had a great week. So I want to tell you guys what I have been up to. This is What Did You... So the first thing I did this week um, that you guys already know about is I started a shoot for a movie that I'm going to be in. I don't want to, I won't give all the details away, but what I will say is that um, there's a documentary that's being shot here 
in Bend. And um, the subject of the documentary, who was a murder victim, is a murder victim. They're still dead. Um, <laughs> it, as luck would have it, bears a pretty decent resemblance to, to yours truly, to the co-host. And so um, listeners who have been around for a while know that I, I did a play last year. And uh, someone that came to the play was, was pro- working on producing this movie and saw me and said, oh, that guy looks like our guy. And so I'm doing some reenactment, reenactments for this documentary, which is really cool. Um, and I'm really excited about it. And I had my first day um, kind of on set the other day. And uh, it's a relatively low-key shoot, but it's just fun to be a part of it. Um, so I'm really excited. And when, when the movie is ready, when the doc is ready, I will absolutely be blasting it out to everyone so that you can see me in it. It was pretty fun. I felt like a star for a little bit of time. And uh, I'll feel like less of a star later when I, I, think, I think I'll need at some point to be murdered. Um, but <laughs> up until then, I, I think I, I feel pretty good about it. But it was really, really fun to get out and, and get to act a little bit again and, uh, and get to do that. So it was, that was a really, really cool experience. I'm looking, we'll be doing more of it across the summer. And um, pretty fun experience so far. I would highly recommend being in a movie to, to anyone who uh, awesome. was wondering if it's fun. Yeah, pretty sweet. Did you, uh, did you want to mention what you wear? Not much. <laughs> um, just a condom. Really. Oh no! Um, <laughs> no, that's not true. I I wear a suit, like a business suit. Um, I'm playing a lawyer who was killed, and so I had to put my suit on. I had to do my hair, which I hadn't. I haven't done my hair like much at all in my life, but I had to get it to look a specific way to match this guy, and that was an interesting thing. I did a lot of googling to try to figure out how to get my hair to do what it needed to do, and it wasn't anything complex. But uh, it was a it was a fun thing, and I'll uh, I think I'll be mostly wearing suits, but I I may get to keep some of the wardrobe, which is exciting. So we'll see, we'll see. I think the hope is that it, it does end up on streaming somewhere. So like I said, when I do, uh, when it does, which will be a while yet, mm-hmm. um, I'll make sure that the link gets out so you guys can check me out. In case anyone, I think this is probably the most common thing. In case anyone out there has ever wanted to watch me be killed. Uh, then this is your opportunity to do that. <laughs> Something I've only dreamed of. Yep, yep. The other thing that happened this week, I haven't told you guys about it, but I'm very, very excited about. This week, actually last night, fulfilled a dream of mine that I've had for a long time. I've talked to each of you guys about it, and I don't remember if I've talked about it on the show, but a, a lot of our friends on the show will, will know what I'm talking about or will remember me talking about it. Um, last night I officially became a LA Rams season ticket holder. Nice. I have been wanting to do this for a long, long time. And the opportunity finally came up and, um, uh, was able to get in touch with them. And it's actually, what's, what's a challenge about it is, um, or not a challenge, but the less awesome part about it is I, my seats aren't where I was hoping to be. I am really high up in the stadium but it's the new Ram stadium. And so, um, as they said, as the salesman told me, which duh, he would say this, um, every seat in here is good, but, um, for the football fans, I'm, I'm right on the 40 yard line. Um, but in the top section. And so from my, from a seated position, if I just look forward, I'm looking at the largest screen on planet earth, Mm -hmm. which is the, the big jumbotron that they have that hangs over the center of the field. So even if I'm not seeing the action pretty well, I've got a pretty good view of the of the uh, the TV screen. So pretty excited about that. I got a pair of seats. So um, fly fly some folks out to some games. You guys will you guys will come out and check out a game with me. I'm sure. 
and um, really looking forward to, to doing that. And um, I'll have an opportunity to sell my seats for a lot because they're they're pretty expensive um, if you're not a season ticket holder. So I think it's going to be really fun. I spent a shitload of money, not necessarily on those, but just over the course of the last day. I have I, I I'm not going to end up going to this many games. But the Rams will play 17 t- uh, games this season, and I have tickets to 10 of them. <laughs> um, S- Seth and I are going. I'll have I have all the home games. Seth and I are going with some buds to Minneapolis to watch the Vikings and Rams. And then what I'm also really excited about is I got tickets today for my dad and I to go to Lambeau Field and watch the Rams play the Packers, um, which it just so happens will be my birthday weekend. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so... It all just came together super, super nicely, and I'm so excited for this fall to go to just a bunch of football games. And I guess more than more than anything, I guess this all sounds like I'm bragging that I bought a bunch of football tickets, but um, you guys know this. Like, I, it's when you have something specific that's a goal that you set out for yourself, and then you like work hard and actually achieve that goal. It's like a really cool and meaningful thing. And um, you know, it, it'll sound silly to some. Uh, that because this is football tickets, but I like got emotional after it happened because I had been looking forward to it for such a long time. And I'm sure that'll only get worse when I can actually get to the game and everything. But just like, <laughs> I don't know, just one of those moments of patting myself on the back and going, you know, you, you spent a lot of time working hard for this thing and now you finally have it. So it was, that's, it's been a cool day. I don't think my feet have hit the ground in the last day mm-hmm. um, between that and, and some just various cool shit that has happened to me. So um, feeling pretty good and excited to watch the Rams win the Super Bowl this, this next year. Um, the other thing I will say is I have one of the things you get as a season ticket holder is for any event that is going on at SoFi Stadium, I will have pre-sale access to it. And so I don't necessarily like get my seats, but I'll have the opportunity to buy tickets early at a special price for any event that is held in SoFi Stadium. Hell yeah. I will pause there for two seconds and wait for Seth to get it. Oh, I already know. WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa. So, I, yeah, WrestleMania is a thing that um, if, you, if you listen to our episode with Travis Horn, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. DJ Click and Play, a.k.a. JT Energy, and he, he talked so much about how great WrestleMania is, I think that's going to be in, in, uh, in our future as well um, in 2023 when it comes to L.A. So That'd there's just awesome. all sorts of cool shit about it of all the stadiums to have season tickets to i think i have the best one so <laughs> just so excited about all that stuff to come yeah it's a great stadium but the team might not uh you know he might have might have missed you, you probably should have went with the other la team to be honest wow 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 we'll see we'll see in december i think it's christmas weekend when the rams come to clap the cheeks <laughs> Day after the Vikes, christmas. <laughs> so you, you guys will probably hear plenty of you'll hear plenty of shit talk uh, for the yuletide beating that the rams put on Oof. Anyway, I was so excited to share that. I, it's been a good week. It's been a good week for me. You know what um, I did this week? What I've been doing what the did last, you do? last couple of weeks? Um, been you know gearing up for this Vegas trip. Been trying to get in good shape. Obviously, we are also we have a uh, a, uh, uh, a race coming up, a five k race. So I've talked about I'm getting into running again. And one of the other things I'm doing is drinking a shitload of water. Um, so I drink uh, about a gallon of water at work every day. And so obviously I have to get up to pee a lot. And uh, that, that has been something that uh, has been a, a challenge because I having to like time out the peas so that uh, it doesn't look like I'm just constantly going to the bathroom has been, been quite difficult. 
Um, so I, I kind of give myself about 45 minutes or so in between peas. The, uh, the amount of pee and the, uh, the uh, force when oh, you're holding no. it and drinking that much water, it's, it's like a whole nother, it's like a whole nother, uh, whole nother experience to peeing. Um, so for anyone who's drink, cause I drink about a gallon and a half of water a day, um, right now. And it's, it's quite a challenge. So, I mean, it, it, it feel, it's nice. Um, you know, you, you, uh, you get a built in break if you don't smoke, but, um, it can be a, a little challenging, not like making your people you work with think you, uh, have a bladder problem. Yeah. I could see that being concerning. That's a lot of pee. <laughs> <laughs> Spreading out your peas is something I used to do when I was a kid to make it look like I was eating them. But I guess oh this is God. a different kind of thing. Aha! Wow. Okay. I was just like, I don't understand what you just said, but now, okay. You're with me? Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm back on it. I didn't say it was a good one, but it was, you know. It was one. It was one. <laughs> it was one. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's been wild. It's been wild. And I guess next week in this segment, we're going to be talking about Vegas stuff. So pretty excited to talk about what we ate and uh, how much money we lost. But or who we ate. Oh, or no. Who? Oh, wow. Oh, that's nasty. There it is. Oh, there it is. Wow. Please, show me your dick. <laughs> oh, wow. Don Knotts is coming back. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's what happens when you're running around vegas with the boys boys <laughs> jared did you, before we leave did you do anything cool this week um oh i will make an amendment to last week's episode um i had some more time with the returnal game and um i think i maybe gave it an unfair shake i did not have enough time with it enough exposure because i think it was on saturday um, I played it for like four and a half hours straight. I played <laughs> and beat through the second boss, the third boss, and then got to the fourth level all in. Like I couldn't, you know, walk away from it because my character was like super OP. I had my health all the way up. I had some of the best weapons. Um, it was one of those, you know, kind of euphoric runs in video games. So I'm liking it, especially with the story. Um, I think that's the main thing that I want to kind of see through the end. So um, everyone that maybe took my advice from last episode, I am uh, kind of on a different page with that game now. Nice. Walking it back. You know, it's one thing to have a hard opinion, but it's another to change it later when you get new info. So I appreciate that you that we're doing that. And I'm also glad that that really expensive fucking PS5 game that you bought is actually cool. Instead yeah. of being as sucky as you thought it was going <laughs> to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice, nice. Well... Returnal, uh, getting a, uh, an increase to the positive review. Seth, you still playing that one? You liking it as well still? Yeah, I, I keep dying. <laughs> so are you giving it a lower review now? No, I just keep dying. Maybe between the two of you, someday you'll, you'll finish it. I, I believe Someday. Somehow. Anyway, what do we got? We got Returnal. Seth is peeing every 45 minutes. <laughs> And uh, I'm doing some LA stuff, so that's that's fun. That's what that's what we did this week. We're gonna jump right into our reviews this week with what did you watch? What? 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 what did you watch? Come on! Come on! 
So we're going to review one movie that we all saw this past week, um, and it was featured in our Coming Soon segment last week. This is the new Guy Ritchie and uh, Jason Statham film, Wrath of Man. I found out at the movie that this is based on a, a book or something else. Or it's a foreign, I think it's a Spanish movie, actually. Fame. And Wrath of Man features Jason's, Jason, I can't say it, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. And he, well, it's kind of complex, actually, who, who, and who he is and what he's up to. But um, he is a guy who, at the beginning of the film, goes to work at an um, armored truck company. And there's a lot that happens involving people potentially trying to rob those armored trucks across the course of the movie. And Jason Statham, Jason Statham, as you uh, probably expected, is a total fucking badass in this movie. It's totally cool. And if you're a fan of Guy Ritchie, I think you get a lot of really snappy dialogue in this. Uh, for better or worse, I, w- I was a little bit... Like, the first 15 minutes of this movie, I was like, wow, is this going to be how the dialogue is the mm. whole time? Because it is just so aggressively, not like like Juno, but in a different way. Like, it's just so aggressively, like, every word is somehow creative or a pun or a joke or whatever. Mm-hmm. And either I settled into it or it calms down over the course of the movie. I'm not really sure which. Um, but you definitely get a heavy dose of Guy Ritchie and, and Jason Statham both doing what I think they're really good at. Um, ultimately I liked this movie I I thought it had a pretty good action I thought it had an intriguing storyline with some interesting twists and turns Um, this was a really pleasant surprise for me I I thought it was just going to be dumb and whatever but I was way more interested in it even outside of the action um, than I I anticipated being would you guys say the same or would you think of this one Jared yeah um, I mean Seth had kind of been the first one to go to this and kind of said hey yeah it was kind of fun um you know, Guy Ritchie kind of has this flavor, this pizzazz, and how his stories kind of play out. And I really enjoyed this. I mean, it was like, hey, here's 20 minutes of kind of this beat. Here's another 20 minutes or 30 minutes of kind of what's going on here. Then completely kind of going over to other characters. Um, I I had a blast with this. I don't know if it was, you know, getting back to the movie theater. I don't know if it was just like a mood or a, a feeling I had but I went to like a nice Friday matinee I sat down watched on a big screen um Jason Statham kicking ass I mean no lie there's like 20 minutes straight of just gunfire and action towards the end of this movie so if you're looking forward to just kind of you know Jason Statham kicking ass in action movie bank heists like this has got you uh you covered for basically anything you want plus I mean I I thought the story was pretty um I didn't guess it. That's what I'm going to say. Um, so they, they did a great job with it. Yeah, I, a lot of what you guys said. Uh, action was pretty awesome. I didn't connect with the story quite as much. Um, I, 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 I had an inkling pretty early on of who the bad guy was probably going to be. Um, and then it, I thought it was confirmed about halfway through um, in, in my eyes. But... Um, I also don't think because it kind of takes place like you said with like multiple characters and it shifts um, it almost takes place over different like it kind of re- rewinds itself a little bit too so I, I thought that thought it was a little bit like a little bit messy with that but overall I, I thought it was a fun movie um, I liked it better than the gentleman that guy Ritchie did la- like was it the beginning of last year the 2020 yeah. yep I liked it more than that um, I thought Statham, Statham's character was really cool 
and I would watch more uh, with that guy uh, kicking ass and shooting people. So I had a good time with it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm not sure I would have seen this if you hadn't suggested it, Seth. And I'm really glad that you did because I, I enjoyed it a lot. And you're right. Guy Ritchie, going back to The Gentleman, was another one I did not expect much out of and enjoyed it a lot more than I anticipated. So maybe I'm just a fan of Guy Ritchie and I never knew it before. And if I guess we'll, we'll all probably need to go back and try some of his other ones. I think like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is one of his that people really like. Um, and then... Oh, in Bruges, I think is another one. Mm-hmm. Citizen and, Kane. Um, yep, Citizen Kane is one too. Yeah, Citizen Kane. I heard that one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I heard Statham was good in that one. The Tooth Fairy. Um, um, the Tooth Fairy. Yep. Yeah. Didn't know that about those two. So thank you. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. Give me a Guy Ritchie annual type movie like this. I mean, it doesn't have to be the same time every year because I'm sure that might be difficult. But you know, just give me something like this. This this was fun. Next year's Wrath of Ham. Wrath of Ham. Oh, is it? I, I think that maybe mm-hmm. is the thing that stuck out to me. Is it, It's a movie that very clearly knows what it is and just does that. And so if you know what you're getting into, or if you don't know what you're getting into, it's a pretty good time. And I like movies that are very, it's self-contained. It's not like, you know, so much of what we see now wants a sequel and wants to spin off and do Easter eggs and all that shit. And this is not that. It's very self-contained. It's its, its own thing, like David Pumpkin's. And <laughs> it just was really, for what it was, really, really well done. So I, it, mm-hmm. I'm not, it probably is not quite as good as, as what we're making it sound like because we're heaping praise, but in, compared to what our expectation was, it definitely was, was really good. So um, if you're looking for a reason to get out to the theater, I think Wrath of Man is a pretty good one um, going into a time when there's a lot of, these, a lot of stuff that's going to be coming out soon. So one among a lot of good options. And I suppose we better talk about some of those other options. We can get into here what is coming soon for this weekend. It's coming right for us! I think the headline being Army of the Dead. <gasps> Jared, I know this is one that you've been looking forward to since it was announced. Um, and this is Netflix coming with also a theatrical. Do I have that right? Yeah, it's not coming to Netflix until uh, the 21st, I want to say. Um, so, but it is having uh, a week early release in movie theaters so if you're wanting to hit out to the movie oh my gosh head out to the movie (laughs) yep um if you're (laughs) wanting to head out to the movie theater um zombie heist badass action from what it looks like um definitely gonna check that one out this weekend stat cast in this one too it just looks super super fun and this was um who who was this who made is this Zack snyder Zack snyder yeah, he's got an interest when he's not doing superhero movies. Um, he's got some pretty fun ones. I know his was it his Dawn of the Dead that people really liked. Yeah, the 2004 the one that James Gunn wrote. I didn't know he wrote that. Well, huh. now you know. Now I do know. The other thing I know is that uh, <laughs> Spiral is is not getting very good reviews. It, uh, IGN gave it a three today. Not looking very good, but it is coming out this weekend, and as shackled saw fans um we all definitely intend to see it but jared you gotta you gotta look at this one early not sure how much you can tell us about spiral um and and whether folks should go check it out this weekend yeah every time i say that name i think of spyro the dragon so it's really difficult for me to say (laughs) um the best 90s video game character top notch you are correct yeah second best we might actually third best we might have to rank 90s video game mascots at some point um yeah crash let's do it for a tournament i'm taking crash bandicoot all the way gex is going all the way yeah crash gex is fucking dope crash can't even get on the list with all these other characters we have yeah well i mean people are trying to cancel him lately i mean old text messages came out so it's not good for him 
Um, when he spins around with his hands out, like he's he's definitely slapping Coco's butt every time. Yeah, he's and see, like she's that. not wanting it at all. Like uh-uh. I, I think that that's obviously something that the, you know, mm-hmm. developers didn't want to show in the game. Yeah, Neo is the hero. In you know, that, that's a sister. That <laughs> <laughs> sister lover. <laughs> well, I have some links for you. Um, <laughs> No, Spyro. Sister. <laughs> Spyro. It was. Oh my God! Stop. Spiral um, uh, is. I mean, if you like the song, the best movies, kind of mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah. Actually, shells and cheese are probably the best mm. for me because I feel classy eating those. I don't know. Maybe it's just they're Velveeta. <laughs> the, literally, the cheapest type of cheese. I'm living like the one percent, baby. <laughs> they store that cheese on shelves. You can make a house it's, out of it. It's not even fucking. They don't put it anywhere near the cold section. No, it's a couple molecules away from plastic. I heard, but damn, damn. is it good melted. One percent cheese is what it is. Mmm. <laughs> Speaking of grilled cheeses, <laughs> actually, no, we're not talking. About <laughs> Are we avoiding spiral? <laughs> I don't know. I'm hungry. Um, basically, I mean, it's it's a Saw movie again. Like, if you like the Saw movies, you're going <laughs> to enjoy it. Again. But, but I don't know. I personally just – I'll give a more in-depth review next week if we have time to – if you guys have time to watch it and stuff. But I, uh, I thought it was a big old poopy doop. Mm. Not like a big old That's poopy doop. No. That is a shame, but not necessarily a surprise. But um, I think that – I'm hoping that this next one uh, – is, I know this is one that we've been looking forward to a while. The Woman in the Window. Um, this one's going to have Amy Adams. And uh, sounds like a psychological thriller type, um, which could be pretty interesting. And this is, Jared, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. This is a Netflix release, right? So folks can catch us at home this weekend? Yep, yeah. This is another Netflix one. I uh, <laughs> I was going to say, legally, I can't talk about it. No, I can't talk. I can't Uh-oh. review it yet. But it comes out this Friday on netflix it's the same author um that did like woman on the train and then gillian one, flynn uh is that who it is gillian flynn um i think it's a different one okay i, I at one point one. thought it was oh wait I, yeah i at one point thought it was her but i think Man, it's a different I have, one. i'm glad i didn't record my review then because i i've been thinking that this whole time because i think gillian flynn did um gone, gone girl. girl right and oh, it's, it's not the yeah, same yeah, author yeah. as gone girl good good call yeah um it's a woman. She's stuck inside and kind of sees uh, some some uh, things going on across the street, and then it's maybe not exactly as it appears to be. Um, this one was supposed to originally come out in the movie theaters. Uh, I think Lionsgate or someone sold it to Netflix. Um, this was one I was really looking forward to last year, and check it out if you're liking a suspense kind of thriller mystery at home this weekend. I'll be checking it out because it sounds interesting, yes, but because I check out everything Amy Adams is in, um, or I try to. Not everything, actually. I'm bad at it. I want to check out everything. And so um, I'm hoping to watch this one this weekend. So a few things on the horizon. We have a lot of variety here. Army of the Dead, Spiral, and The Woman in the Window. Uh, We'll likely be checking out all of these and reviewing them next week on The Soko Show. It's coming right for us! That's going to do it this week for What Did You Watch? You know, it occurs to me that we have a lot of time. And one of the things that we didn't talk about um, 
I think I think might be worth spending a couple of minutes on. So I, let's I'm going to spin it backward. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to edit it to go back before in time. Oh, I'm just going to do it show. now. Let's spend let's spend just a second in what do you think? What do you think? So the thing I wanted to talk about, and and um, we've been kind of talking about it amongst ourselves, not necessarily on the show. It was Dogecoin. To there the moon. Was, uh, there was a lot of press around Doge going to the moon last week, leading up to Saturday Night Live because Elon Musk was hosting, <clears throat> and a lot of people were going, you know, what's he going to say? What's going to happen to Doge? Is it going to go to the moon that night? Like, what's happening? Which is hilarious because that's just evidence of how how like nothing doge is all it is is just like a bunch of people deciding it's worth more and so it's silly that it could be affected by saturday night live but it was um what i can speak to is is the actual episode did either of you guys watch snl no uh, i haven't watched snl in over a year probably yeah yeah i've uh, i've fallen off for a while i did see him dressed as wario though that was that was about the only thing i caught yeah that was that was pretty funny he's um, so I have been, wa- I've been watching SNL. I've seen every episode for the last handful of years. Um, <clears throat> and this was an okay episode. He was fine in it. What I will say that I liked was he, he seemed very game. Like he was willing to try stuff. He did costumes. He did accents and things. He's not a good actor necessarily, but he was willing to kind of do stuff. And there were a lot of jokes that were at his expense and he seemed willing to play along and things like that. I think one of the things that stood out was, he had a sketch where he was like in air quotes, a financial consultant. They asked him about Doge and he was kind of going back. It was on weekend update and he was going back and forth with Che and Jost. And they were like, what is Dogecoin? And he would give an explanation of what it is. And then they would go, yeah, but what is Dogecoin? And he'd give <laughs> another explanation and they just kept, that was the gag. <laughs> and um, eventually he said something and Che said to him, he was like, oh, so it's a hustle. And, and Musk, as in his character, went, yeah, it's kind of a hustle. And that grabbed some headlines on Saturday night. And whether it was because of that or just because it you know people thought that that was going to be the peak, there was a significant drop in the price of Doge. Uh, a lot of people sold on uh, Sunday. It's, it hasn't crashed back all the way back down to earth yet. So it's I think, Seth, you mentioned it's in the 40 cents or so. Yeah, 44 cents from currently. About 44 so it was in the 60s mid 60s i think before that episode and so did it go to the moon no but musk did say that he is going to literally take doge to the moon mm-hmm. um, they're going to be he's going to be doing a moon mission with spacex that i think you'll be able to buy a ticket with dogecoin but also they're going to be taking some dogecoin I, I don't know if it's on a flash drive or whatever and putting it on the moon so <laughs> doge is literally going to Which- go to the moon I think is what saved because it was yeah it was at, at the highest it was like seventy something seventy five seventy six somewhere around there I think seventy five and then um, even before he went on SNL it was back down in like sixty something and then um, yeah I think that comment kind of sunk it uh, that he made for a little while and it got down under forty and then it's actually gotten they made that announcement about the moon thing and it went back up to like 55 and then it's kind of settled around 40 for the last few days so i think this might be probably the price for a, the foreseeable future around the 40s um, unless there's some other news that comes out but yeah i mean it's definitely a weird thing it's a weird it's it's all based on internet rumors and 
um, tweets and, you know, entertainment. So, you know, it's just kind of a, if, if you got in on, er, get, got in on it early, I, like my average cost of Doge was six cents uh, a coin. Um, I think it's kind of, you know, a little bit of a profit, but I, I don't think it's one of the, the cryptos that you probably want to put a lot of money into. And uh, if you didn't get in early, I don't think it's one you want to put in a lot of money in now because I think I don't know how much higher it's going to go. <laughs> People do not listen to Seth. He is not a financial analyst. Put all your money in it. All your money right now. Every bit. Get a second, maybe Take even out third mortgage. mortgage. It's to the moon, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Going to the moon. You know, it's funny you say that. Um, there was a, a headline I saw this week. There was an executive at one of the like major investment banks. It might have been Goldman Sachs. I Don't quote me on that. But there was an executive who left the their job on Monday because they made millions in Dogecoin over the weekend. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but uh, so obviously there are going to be some of those stories just like there is with Bitcoin and other stuff. But it seems like this was the opportunity for that for now for people. But in order to yeah. make that, you still had to have put a sizable investment into it. And so it's it's hard to become a millionaire overnight on any of this stuff. Um, but uh, interesting that some, some people were able to get some money and uh, others are still waiting and holding on and, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, at the very least, you can say that your doge is, is going to the moon. And that's, I guess, technically true. So pretty interesting, pretty interesting. So you guys are both Doge owners. Did you ride the wave? Did you guys, did you sell anything at a little bit of profit or what was your, what were you like looking at over the weekend or did you pay any attention? I paid attention, but I haven't sold anything. I mean, it's, it's still all profit at this point for me. I mean, I, I'm very, I didn't, I didn't put a lot of money in, you know, so the, the 30 bucks that I put in is worth like 300 now or whatever. So Damn. I mean, it's, I didn't put a, I don't have a lot invested in it. So I really don't care at this point it's like one of those things like if it got up to like you know instead of 40 cents like 40 dollars or something like that then i'd be like a little more like oh okay let's you know take some of that money out but for the amount i'm invested in right now maybe i get drunk in vegas and take it out and gamble with it who knows hell but yeah not too worried about it at hell this hell yeah seth gamble that money i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be transparent with people i am the worst at timing Everything, every <laughs> single stock I've pretty much sold has been the worst timing because, like, minutes, if not days later, it skyrockets. Um, so, Doge, I have unfortunately missed out on a lot of profits. Um, maybe I can jump back in, you know, ride that wave a little longer. But uh, currently, I am not. I'm not in the Doge game right now. I have not been either. Um. Doge won't be my game. I don't, crypto, we'll see someday. But uh, NFTs, but baby. NFTs. Well, as soon as we can NFTize the podcast, then we're gonna be in. We're gonna be in great mm-hmm. shape. We're gonna be in great shape. Alrighty. Well, I was just interested to get your guys' thoughts on that from the weekend. We didn't talk much about it, but uh, that's gonna wrap us up. And for an out of order, what do you think? What do you think? All right, folks, we are just about done with uh, a short episode 195. But before we go, got to leave you with one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. Okay, so my one more thing uh, is a callback to last week where we talked about the floor is lava or just floor is lava. 
And just wanted to update the the listeners out there because we talked about it on the show. We are fully driving at that. Um, we we are working on submitting an application and getting it in, and we're hoping um, that that we get a chance to go do Flores Lava because we think we'd be good for it. So keep an ear out. Um, maybe sometime soon we can do like a hashtag campaign or something like that to get get a little attention on our app. But keep an eye out and keep rooting for us and thinking about us for Floor is Lava. What I will also mention related to that is, um, as I know you guys saw, uh, Legend of the Hidden Temple has uh, is going to be returning with an adult version. And so for grown people to go through the, what's it called, the Ragglecrag or whatever they call their thing. So pretty similar to Floor is Lava. And I did see today, friend of the podcast, who was also mentioned earlier on, uh, Travis Horn, aka DJ Click and Play, aka JT Energy, he's going to be submitting for that show. So oh, yeah. if we do end up on the uh, competition circuit, we may, ru- and may we may end up running into the six star booty um, <laughs> on Ooh. Legends of the Hidden Temple. So we'll have to, we'll have to watch out for that. The the real question is, what team would you want to be on? What are they? What are the? T- is it like blue and orange, or what's the? I think it's like what blue barracuda. I don't know. I think there's a bunch. It's a bunch of colors and a bunch of animals. Blue barracuda. Like sounds the silver cool. monkeys, I, like... I think. The blue barracudas. The, the turquoise platypi. Yep. There we go. Turquoise platypi wouldn't would be that'd be pretty fun. The it's a punk band. What about the uh, what about the what about the Alabama frogs? <laughs> the Alabama frogs, <laughs> baby. Let's get that team together. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, people. All right, um, my one more thing. So I, uh, people know, you know, I'm doing TikTok videos and whatnot, um, and YouTube has kind of created this new thing called um, YouTube Shorts, and it's essentially their competition for TikTok. They want you to upload anywhere between, you know, a couple seconds up to 60 seconds vertical form. It's kind of in a beta thing right now in India and the U.S., and they're going to ramp it out into all of these other countries. Um, that's kind of their main thing. They, they want to compete in this, in this realm of short-form content. And I noticed an article that came out, and they said that they are, within the rest of this year into 2022, pumping in $100 million to support that and pay creators. Um, so Hmm. what I did the other night, because I had been throwing this idea around for a long time, I started a separate YouTube channel called J Buck Shorts. So if you aren't on the TikToks, but would like to also watch and, you know, see those videos, all of them will eventually be posted to this separate YouTube channel along with comedy sketches that I've done over there, other forms of content, clips from longer form uh, shows and videos on my channel. So uh, what I'm saying is please, dear God, go subscribe to J Buck Short's YouTube channel right now, people. Hell yeah. I, I just clicked just it, did. just made my way over there myself. Seth has done the same. Hell yeah. Uh, th- is it kind of exciting for you to like be starting with zero again? Like it's a new channel and like to, to have a chance to like see it pump up from there or is that not a thing? Or are you just like, no, let's just get it up there as quick it, as possible. It I'm actually like kind of is. It's it's like, you know, taking you back to the beginnings and be like, okay, let's see how we can do this again. Let's see if we can do this again. It was interesting. It's, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like, hey, I'm having another God. child, people. Go look at my <laughs> child. I haven't. 
I haven't gone to YouTube Shorts at all, but it is just a ripoff of TikTok. Oh, yeah, 100%. (laughs) And, again, I I had tested a handful of them on my main channel. And, again, this is a longer conversation, a more in-depth conversation. Um, I personally think it was hurting my original channel. So, essentially, YouTube or JBuck Shorts is going to be short-form kind of TikTok, you know, quicker content. My other channel is going to be, you know, the longer-form stuff, the more quantity or quality um put into into uh the videos and stuff so kind of just you know separating things out a bit rather than just one garbage pile of like ugh, where where's this one review um but on that channel it's not going to be just repurposed tiktoks there's also going to be reviews um so if you don't have seven minutes to watch a review in my thoughts you can watch one minute this is cool because you can um you can dislike, which is something TikToks don't have. Which oh, that, that's really? going to be interesting I did not to see how that plays that. out. Yeah, I saw oh, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at yours. Click I'm that. I'm slamming dislike. the hell out of your dislike button right Do now. It. Click yeah. that dislike. What does this do? Camera. Oh, it's to create my own short. Yeah, this is interesting. I think this is cool because it will, um, it'll open you up to people like you said who aren't on the TikTok app, like because everyone's on YouTube. And so it'll be a chance for folks. Um, so I'm sure we have some listeners out there who are anti-TikTok or haven't made their way over there yet. Um, and so for them to be able to keep up and uh, still follow what you're putting up is, I think, a good thing. So hope it grows. Hope it goes to the moon with Doge pretty fast. But uh, for the <laughs> folks out there, we'll make sure and link to this in the description box so you guys can go jump on the uh, the short <laughs> the short bus. There we go. <laughs> My one more thing. Talk a little bit more about money. Um, I have... Uh... Over the last month or so, I've uh, been listening to a gambling podcast. I've become a degenerate gambler. Um, and uh, there's a, a gambling podcast that's uh, turned helped turn $20 into $200. It's called Hammer Don. Uh, it's done by Pat McAfee and his crew. Uh, Pat McAfee is a former NFL punter. And uh, they just spend, all the, spend their whole day looking up uh, stats and betting on games and um, they've they've uh, helped me uh, help me turn a profit, so I got a nice little uh, nice little bank going into this Vegas trip that I can gamble with. Um, I did look at my uh, overall numbers though in terms of just like what I've been betting lately, and uh, I was kind of surprised um, looking at it. Uh, I guess it's overall since I started on FanDuel. So my career bets uh, total one thousand two hundred twenty-two dollars and five cents, and my winnings are one thousand three hundred seventy-five dollars and forty-one cents for a total net profit of one fifty-three thirty-six. So I, I guess I've been gambling a lot, but I won't. I don't know if it's necessarily an addiction because I'm not making these bets myself. I'm literally just choosing their bets, and they're doing a good job for me. So there you go. Um, and so I'm I'm pretty happy with uh, the results so far. So if you live in a state that uh, allows you to gamble on your phone. One of the few things in Iowa that I uh, like <laughs> is being able to do that. Uh, the list pretty much starts and ends there. Um, then uh, check out Hammer Don D A H N, and uh, you'll you'll uh, make some winners. Specifically on uh, what I what I bet uh, from them that they do a really good job on is uh, MLB bets, um, and they do first five inning bets, which is essentially the pitchers um the starting pitchers typically last around five to six innings so they take the stats of the the pitchers and the matchups and how players are hitting versus right-handing pitcher right-handed pitchers and left-handed pitchers and typically you can get a good idea because baseball is almost all about stats so get a guy get a good idea of who's gonna win and uh doing a good job for me so check that out 
and we don't have a FanDuel sponsorship, but I would love um, one. Yeah, I we, think your, we gotta get one. Your original money was like free money because they're always doing mm-hmm. like free promos and shit like that. So yep. it's, yeah, you're you're betting house money and getting this kind of return. It's pretty fun and easy to do for folks out there who are wanting to get into this and are in, mm-hmm. like you said, a state that allows it. They give free money away all the fucking time. Yep. I am unable to participate here, but they did like a if in the Super Bowl. I think you guys made some money because it was if a touchdown gets scored, then uh, then you get yeah. you win whatever. And Almost I was like, well, fuck, I. Yeah, Jared. I actually uh, had Jared sign up for this a few times, and they did it through like the March Madness stuff. But um, where it was like, yeah, if, if one if one point is scored or one touchdown is scored, and like they did that throughout the a lot of the playoff games of the NFL. Um, and then, like, March Madness said a couple of them. So they do a lot of that stuff, and specifically around the time when sports are starting up so they can get people hooked, which kind of where that started for me. But, yeah, I I think it's a, it's really cool, and I, I hope that – I can see how people get addicted and things like that to sports gambling, but, you know, I, I do hope that it kind of opens up more because it is a fun little thing, and it makes makes sports in general more fun. Like, even though I haven't watched any of these baseball games, I still know what's going on, and I kind of – it's fun to follow. Like, I'll if I'm playing a game or watching something on TV, I'll have my phone up and watch like the game cast or whatever on it, and get excited when one of my bet hits. So, bets hits. Yeah, it is super fun. If you bet even a small amount on a game, it makes it so much more interesting. I think that's one of the really cool things about fantasy football. It has a similar mm-hmm. effect. Easy, easy money out there for some, uh, but be careful. Play responsibly. Play smart which I'm going to record that three-second clip and replay it in my own head when we go to Vegas this weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. just put it on a loop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, be wise out there with the money. Uh, the wisest thing you can do is go over to YouTube and become a subscriber or a follower to uh, J Buck Shorts. And then uh, also keep an eye out for you boys on, on television coming up on Floor is Lava and Hidden Temple. We'll see. But I'm down to one more that's gonna do it for episode 195 really climbing up there climbing toward 200 coming right up want to thank all of our our sponsors as well as our anchor wankers for supporting the show keeping us going and growing and thank you to all of you as well for uh, for joining us this week spending this time with us Um, as we mentioned before uh, we're going to be having a live show next week so on may 20th 8 p.m central time on the J-Buck Studios, the original J-Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. So make sure you uh, get over there, join us in the comments for some wackiness. We're going to have some fun uh, fun things to chat about. We'll probably crack some jokes, probably make fun of me some. Maybe I'll drink some vodka again and, and be goofy. Um, be a pretty, it'll be a good time. You guys will want to join us. If you've never been to a live show, it's super fun, so we hope you'll be there. And if you have been, we hope you come back. So, Jared, everybody is heading over to the J-Buck Shorts and the J-Buck, uh, J-Buck Studios YouTube page. Uh, TikTok is going strong as well lately. Um, are you uh, are you planning on getting some things up while we're in Vegas, or, or what should the folks be looking out for? Oh, believe me, I'm looking to get a lot of things up while we're in Vegas. Um, <laughs> oh, as oh. for YouTube, though, um, I don't know. I think I might try to prep some stuff beforehand, but I will say this Friday, people, the return of ending explained poorly's um yes finally getting back into it so um i need to uh edit a hefty video um tomorrow aka today for you listeners 
and uh, yeah, I'm kind of. I think I'm doing more of those on the main channel. Obviously, shorter stuff on the the shorts channel and TikTok as well. So um, I might actually actually have a vacation where I don't do anything. So stay tuned. <laughs> nice. Well, there's probably gonna be some funny shit happening. So maybe you'll get some. Yeah. Content. Yeah. Are Are you able? Is it a secret what the ending explained poorly is? Or oh no, it, it's woman in the window. All right, woman in the window. Keep an eye out for that one coming up on Friday. If you've never seen an ending explained poorly from Jared, it's it's some of my favorite shit that you do. So um, get over there. I know there's a playlist on, on the channel um, dedicated to those. So go through those and find some you like and keep an eye out for a woman in the window this weekend. For now, though, um, I think that's everything. I think that's going to wrap us up for, for this episode. Um, nice little short one here. Well, as they say in the corporate world, we'll give you some time back this week. And so, um, again, we'll look forward to seeing everybody on the live show on YouTube next week. But for now, that's going to wrap us up for episode 195. For the bro host, Jared Buckendall, and the so host, Seth Ott, I've been the co-host, Cody Michael, and we will see you next week. Bye.